It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Happy Monday here on BetQL Daily. Thanks for hanging out. Download the BetQL app today. Use our promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. BetQL helps you beat the sports books. The algorithms analyze over 350,000 unique bets every year in real time to help give you an edge over the books. Promo code daily, 20% off any subscription. Ostrowski and Horvat. Horvat. Uh, how awesome was that story from Chuck Esposito? And if you missed it, I highly uh, recommend that you go back and listen to our conversation. A lot of nuggets there, especially on the NBA and NHL playoffs. But um, young guy moves from Chicago to Vegas. Everybody in the books looking at him like, oh, yeah, yeah, bears everything. Bears this, bears that. We know they went 15-1 and in all-time defense. We get all that. And then he's pressuring his boss. He's like, boss, look. You got to post it. You got to post the fridge to score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. The unbelievable action. It happened during the season. It's the only thing any anybody talked about. And, you know, just think of the atmosphere at that time. Like, yes, prop bets are the story for two full weeks after we get our Super Bowl matchup, Horvey. But back then, they were not a thing. Like, that thing just took off to an unbelievable level. Like, they have not stopped. Every year, they expand more and more. And it started with that fridge touchdown in January of 1986. Yeah, what a great story. Because I often, like, you know, because obviously you've been betting sides and totals for so many years. And really, the only time I would play any prop bets was for the Super Bowl. Now I'm playing prop bets every single night, player props and Major League Baseball, K props, yeah. NBA props. So it's funny to go back and hear a story like that. And especially, like, how many people do you think were in Las Vegas that week? Like, no chance he's actually going to get the ball here. Because, again, you know, even though the Bears were so dominant, still, I mean, that game was such a runaway. I don't know if that happens in a close game. Um, what a crazy story, though, man. What are the what were the odds on not only Perry to score a touchdown? By the way, as legend goes, I'll have to follow up when we have more time another time uh, with Chuck. But um, the legend is that some books posted it at fifty to one, and yeah. then the day of the Super Bowl, that thing closed at two to one. That's how many people were betting. Two to one. Two to one. Yeah. Wow. That's how much money came in on it from fifty to two. Bet early, people. It's what we always tell you. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, crazy. Seriously, so much liability that they drove that price all the way down. Everybody was a Bears fan that year for the most part. So, in the last 24 hours, there have been a <laughs> I can't imagine what your life is like. I don't oh. know if you're sick of this story or not. Just Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. I just saw some quotes from Gudikins about Jordan Love, too. And then, so yesterday, fill me in. So I, I saw the headline in Eli's rundown. I didn't quite understand what was going on. There was a local TV reporter that gave out some bad information on an Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers sighting near Lambeau. Is that the truth? Is that what happened? Yeah, pretty much. So it's May. Aaron Rodgers has never, ever been in Green Bay, Wisconsin in May. I'm talking his rookie year even. He would right. bolt for California, obviously. And uh, yesterday – a reporter. I won't say. I actually don't know the guy really. I think he just moved here a couple months back. I think this is his first year covering the team. Did cover the team last year. Actually, you know what? He's been here for about two years now. I want to say so, <laughs> a couple months, couple years. Yeah, he's out in Green Bay. I'm in Wisconsin. I'm in Milwaukee, so I'm a couple hours away. Uh, I see gotcha. the, this report out that Aaron Rodgers that he has several sources uh, saying that Aaron Rodgers has been spotted in Green Bay, Wisconsin, which would mean 
is he reworking a deal out? Is it, you know, is, is he going to work on an extension to become the highest paid quarterback in the NFL? Is he staying in green Bay? Obviously they do locker clean out the day after the game on that Monday after the NFC championship game. So he wasn't coming back to collect things. And I'm sure Aaron Rodgers has enough money where even if he's going to pack up and move out of green Bay, his house that he does have in green Bay, I'm sure somebody else will do that for him. Right. I mean, he's, he's a celebrity now he's dating a famous actress. He's the host of jeopardy every other week. So I kind of found it fishy. Turns out that it was a false report. The guy had to kind of go back and redo the, say, Hey, uh, you know what? Must be a, must be a, um, what did he say? Oh, what are the, a, a case of mistaken identity or something? I don't know. He said there's an imposter running around. Like there's tons of guys running around green Bay, Wisconsin that look like Aaron Rodgers. man. Go, like population. What? I don't even know. I, I it, it's lesson learned yeah. Rodgers with the locals in green Bay. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. So the guy was wrong. Rogers. <laughs> and I'm, like what sucks is this story. It's the it's the most sloppily sloppy reported story in NFL history where nobody waits to get their facts straight. They just tweet things out like Rogers spotted at target Rogers spotted at pick and save. And then you have to go back. And then the worst part about it is the guy turned his replies off because he knew he was going to get destroyed. I don't think he's tweeted anything since. It's just I wish that people would gather the right information before tweeting things like that out, because then obviously, you know, from being in the business, then it's like. You get these emails, you get all these texts. Is Rogers really in Green Bay? What's going down? Is he getting traded? And you're like, no, I mean, none of this, none of this is real. This is all just BS. Everybody, I feel like everybody's trying to make the name for themselves now off Aaron Rodgers, off this story, you know? Uh, are you talking about local people or well, na- na- not the national people? You think that's legit when we see stuff from the national guys or? No, what's funny, man, in Wisconsin is like this happens all the time. It happened two years ago when ESPN wasn't taking the Bucks, you know, they, they weren't taking the Bucks serious enough. So everybody locally was taking shots at the national guys, like you don't care about the smaller markets. Now everybody's after Shefty, man, because of the report where he broke it on draft day, where he really didn't need to break it on draft. Oh, the Rogers news that he wanted out of Green Bay. You know, there was no, no, no. information that came out draft day. So now everybody's like tweeting at him, like, Fake news, fake news. Here's one of the more highly respected reporters uh, in the National Football League. It's, just not, it's not fake news. No, there, I mean, dude. If there's... it was fake news, Aaron Rodgers that day what would have found a media outlet. He would have called up Pat McAfee and what? said, let's do this. Let's set the record straight. This is all BS. There has been no refuting of Schefter's report. And if you saw his appearance to Dan Patrick late last week, I know, I think it was on a Friday, so a lot of people didn't run into it. Yeah. Uh, the how sort of holiday weekend it's already started like he explained it he's like there's no source there's no news this is what i'm hearing just about every day since the end of the season rogers wants out and this is when i decided to roll with it and it was pretty clear to me and i know that you probably hear from people that think oh that ain't right that he that he sold a story and then that became the lead instead of the draft and all that crap like he had the information. He wanted to get it out there before another one of the NFL newsmakers did. I thought it was pretty clear, and I don't think it's fake news at all because if it was, we'd know it. It's definitely not fake news because Brian Gudikins, who's the general manager of the Green Bay Packers, had to address it, and he was like, yeah, we want, we are committed to Aaron Rodgers, but right now he's not really committed to us. 
I do believe he'll be the starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. We're not trading him, this and that. And then you saw it like after the draft, Matt LaFleur, the head coach, did the press conference. And he had the same reaction that most of us as fans. Like he looked like he was going to cry at the podium, Joe. So there's, I mean, this is really going on. I do think Rodgers will be the starting quarterback for Green Bay week one because I think they're going to force him to be. And I think he loves football too much to walk away, even if Jeopardy, if hosting Jeopardy was a realistic option, which I don't even think he's the best candidate. He's not walking away from football after an MVP season. So if they say we're not trading you, what else does he do? So I think he will be back in Green Bay. But I don't know if you want the story to go away. I want the Jeopardy element element of it to go away. Like, Thanks. just shut up with that stuff. Like, right. God. Okay. He's the MVP of the league. He's not hanging it he's up. He's not even... He's not even entertaining. I'm sorry. He's a football player. He doesn't entertain me. That's the thing. Yeah. He's mild mannered. He's quiet. Like, that's not entertaining to me. No, he's good for a football player, right? You just said it like, you're like, oh, whoa, here's a guy that's the best football player on the planet, maybe a top five quarterback all time. And he's also a decent host of Jeopardy. But no, man, I can think of like five different people that would get that job before him. It was, it's getting. People and, and everybody's running with that. Well, now he has this leverage where he could walk away and host Jeopardy. There's no leverage. Go ahead. He's not walking <laughs> away from football. The guy played an entire season on one leg. He's not walking away from the game with one Super Bowl ring and two straight appearances in the NFC Championship game that didn't work out his way. This good Kunst quote of Jordan Love, uh, talking about Jordan Love, yeah. who says he has a long way to go in his development. Was that uh, to all the media? Was that... Uh, a private conversation from a national guy. Where'd that come from? I, I saw it, but I, I didn't see it attributed to anyone. Yeah, same here. I actually just saw the same thing. Now, he said um, when this originally, the story broke and he went to the podium after the draft, or I'm sorry, after the first round of the draft, not his full draft recap, he was asked, obviously, about Aaron Rodgers. It was funny because he walked into this press conference thinking that he was going to talk about like the 3-4 defense, the nickel defense, and the defensive back that they had just drafted when yeah. the biggest story in the world was Aaron Rodgers. So he's like, I don't want to talk too much about Rodgers. But the very telling thing was when asked about Jordan Love, he said, you know, we like what we have in Jordan. But he pretty much said, Jordan's a year away. Jordan Love's a year away from being a year away. Like he was a project, man. He led the FBS in interceptions. Even if Rodgers does walk away, I don't know that Jordan loves the week one starter because we've never even seen this guy take a snap in preseason. There was no preseason last year. All we've seen is, you know, the highlight tapes from Utah State, which the last year he was there, he was terrible. The footwork was terrible. He was thrown off his back foot. He threw a bunch of interceptions. And then we've seen him like in cone drills and throwing the ball through tires and stuff like that. He's never taken any live game reps. So I don't know if they'd have to do the Bears route like, go with an Andy Dalton-type Nick Foles guy to get Jordan Love ready. Again, I think Rodgers is the starting quarterback for Green Bay week one, but this is going to be a mess, and I don't think it's going away anytime soon. This will be going until June 1st, June 2nd, unless Rodgers does report. And he's going to cost himself a lot of money if he doesn't report to OTAs, but, dude, does that matter to him? Guys, we're, like, I can't turn on the television without seeing him or Mahomes in a commercial. What um, you said a moment ago that he's got a celebrity girlfriend. Who's his uh, girlfriend now? Shailene, I was calling her Shailene, Shailene Woodley from the Divergent series. Um, she was in that no movie. Idea. Yeah, I again, I don't really follow her work. Um, because they're at the Derby, right? And Rogers usually goes to the Derby with all of his teammates, like Devontae Adams, David Bakhtiari. This year, he was at the Kentucky Derby with uh, former teammates. Uh, Randall Cobb was there with them. AJ Hawk, who he does the Pat McAfee show with. And then his current teammate, David Bakhtiari. But there was this guy at the end. 
And I'm looking at this picture at the Derby because obviously that was the big story. Like, is Rogers going to talk at the Kentucky Derby, which he did one interview and he was like half in the bag and it was all about horses. And I'm like, who the hell is this guy that's with them? And it was Miles Teller, the actor. And I guess him and uh, Shailene, Shailene, Tomato, Tomato, they did a movie together. So they're good friends. <laughs> so dude, Rogers is like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't think he's going to walk away for Jeopardy, but I don't, like people following this story, he's different these last couple months. Like he's got a okay. man on and he's like, I don't know. He's like all into, I don't know. All into what? I don't know. He seems like he's going the celebrity route. But that's been the case for a long time. Well, no, it's like anytime he gets a girlfriend, though, like this is the stuff that the media did. Like it was Olivia Munn and he uh, struggled. times, And then it was Danica. And now it's her. So they're all. I don't know. So you're not you're not familiar with her work. Um, I'm I'm sure I've seen her because her IMDb shows that she was in six episodes of the OC. She was in in an episode of CSI New York, and I used to watch that show. Yeah, so I, I'm sure I've seen her, but I, I just saw her on the OC, and I love that show. Yeah, I'm sure if you saw her, then you'd realize probably. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, that's that girl, Caitlin Cooper. I don't remember. Yeah, you talk about the OC all the time. That's your show. See, in in Green Bay right now, they're calling her Yoko. Man, everybody's blaming her. Oh, sh- oh my God! Nobody- you know what? I complain about Chicago sports fans. Just what I hear from you that you deal with, I oh, I would have quit. I would have. I'd be going off on people on the air every single day from the crap that you deal with. Oh my gosh! Are you kidding me? Calling her Yoko? Shut up! Right. There's only one person to blame for this whole mess, in my opinion, and that's Brian Gutekinds. You don't draft a quarterback, especially a project. You don't move up when you have. Aaron Rodgers under contract for four more years. If you think he's done, that's on you. You signed him to a four-year deal. He just completed year one on this extension, man. Speaking of uh, celebrity girlfriends. So last night I see the headlines. It's all over Twitter about David Ross's new girlfriend. Yeah. And it just says his new girlfriend is Tori DeVito. Should I know Tori DeVito? Cause I had to Google her. I didn't know who she was. She's on one of the Chicago shows. Chicago yeah, she's on, she's on Chicago Med. That's the one I don't watch. I watch the other two. I watch PD and Fire. I don't watch Med, and I guess she's one of the stars in that show. I didn't even know it existed, Joe. <laughs> That's it. right. That's right. What about I'm Joe Ostrowski. This is BetQL Daily. Lightning bats are next. We'll hear from Vic Chalksey from BetQL as well on the BetQL Audio Network.